Hello and welcome to Success Secrets with Brian Stevens. I am Brian Stevens and I'm so glad you're here with me today. Uh, today we're going to do things a little bit different. We're going to look at three basic principles. Uh, never quit, finding the perfect opportunity, and then learning from others' experience. And we're going to look at these principles through my own story. So here's the deal. Life didn't really work out for me the way I had originally planned it. I started a family before I finished college, and then I didn't finish college. I landed an apprenticeship as a fleet maintenance mechanic working on city buses, and I was pretty good at it. Uh, I had always enjoyed taking things apart, figuring out how they work, putting them back together. Uh, but I did quickly learn that I enjoyed that more as a pastime than a 40-hour-a-week job. But it paid the bills, and my family was growing, so... I did what a lot of people do. I abandoned my dreams, and I just kept grinding out a living week after week. Uh, fast forward six years, and I found myself a single dad with five kids. Uh, yeah, their biological mother decided that she didn't want to be a mom anymore, and she wanted to go back to partying. Uh, when we first got together, we were both living that party lifestyle in a little college town. and So she packed a bag. And I still remember it, a black suitcase and sat all the kids down in the living room and gave them all a kiss goodbye. And that's the last time she ever spoke to them. Uh, she never even sent a birthday card. Uh, needless to say, I was crushed. I felt so rejected and so guilty, like it was somehow my fault that my kids were suffering this heartbreak. And uh, to be truthful, I almost didn't make it through that first year after that. But God is good. And a year later, <laughs> I, I bumped into one of my sister's high school friends. And I started falling in love with her that very first day. Uh, we were at a backyard barbecue at my sister's house. Um, and you see, my, my kids, they'd been playing in the yard and trying to get her three-year-old boy to play with them. And he really seemed to take to them, which was surprising because of his autism. And uh, as they were playing out there, it was a hot day, you know, a real hot, sunny summer day. And my youngest, who was three at the time, same age as, as her boy, uh, he got dehydrated and overheated and just sick feeling from, from the heat and playing in the sun. And my sister's friend, uh, she brought him a cool glass of water and sat with him and comforted him and you know, watching the two of them together, I, I thought, wow, if I could find a, a woman like her someday. But who's going to marry a single dad with five kids? <laughs> That's, I mean, I just, I felt like it was hopeless. <clears throat> well, it turns out she was feeling pretty much the same way about herself. She thought, who would ever marry a single mom with an autistic child who's probably never going to leave the nest and live on his own? Well, to make a long story short, a year and a half later, we were married, and so we had six kids all together, and all our exes were totally out of the picture, so it was it was a really a beautiful little family that God had put together for us. And the following summer, we found out we were having twins. Um, <clears throat> man, talk about excited. I was ecstatic. In fact, I was in shock, and I didn't know it. <laughs> I actually started to go the wrong way down a divided boulevard while we were leaving the hospital. <laughs> after our first ultrasound and my wife had to 
yell at me to snap me out of it so I'd get on the right side of the road. I was so happy uh, that I didn't even worry about how we were going to make it financially. I mean, we were already struggling. Uh, I was working as a mechanic, and you don't make a whole ton of money as a mechanic. But I was just too pleased to think about that, at least for a while. Um, <laughs> but eventually, the bills and the stress of working a job I hated caught up with me. Uh, we could never seem to get ahead on our credit card bills, uh, mainly because we were in the red pretty much every month. And uh, we were driving junk cars, and we had to be super frugal with our grocery budget. We just couldn't make ends meet month to month. Uh, and then we started falling behind on our mortgage. And we ended up in foreclosure, lost our house, had to drastically downsize. And I, I felt like such a failure. I wanted to buy my wife a bigger, nicer house, you know, not downsize. Something that she'd love, something that she'd be proud to invite people over for the holidays. Uh, I wanted to buy her a nice new car. Well, a van. You know, we had eight kids after all. Uh, instead of this embarrassing pile of junk van that she was driving that rattled as it went down the road. And every time you opened the driver's door, it would creak real loud and make this awful noise as the pieces of sheet metal on the door and the fender hung up on each other and then snapped past each other. I wanted to be able to go all out for Christmas. I, I wanted to be able to just have piles of toys for the kids and some nice jewelry for my wife so she'd know how precious that she is to me. I wanted my wife to be proud of me. I mean, that was really the heart, the heartache that was the hardest at that time to get past. Uh, I wanted her to be proud of the way that I provided for her and our kids. And I was... At the time, I didn't realize it, but honestly, I was still struggling with feeling like a reject, a failure, a loser from the abandonment that my kids and I had went through. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to be able to do all this amazing stuff for my wife and my kids, and I wanted to be able to do it while doing something with my life that I loved. So getting up and going to work would feel like an adventure every day instead of like a jail sentence, you know? <laughs> I... So I started trying to break out of being a mechanic. I, I knew I would never be able to do all the things I wanted to on that income. And I knew that I would never feel fulfilled personally as a mechanic. So I set out on a journey to make a more prosperous future for us. I tried uh, to make a fortune selling final expense life insurance. I tried to start my own mobile auto repair business. I tried selling wireless home alarm systems. I tried to make it big in network marketing. But every time, I either ran out of money or time or both before I could really make it work. And I had to keep falling back on fleet maintenance and turning wrenches for a living. And I just felt so stuck. But I wasn't about to give up. So I was introduced to the idea of making money online. <clears throat> and I, I thought, wow, this is great. I could make money online and, and make money while I'm sleeping, make money while I'm working my other job. And so I bought a $5,000 done for you turnkey business plan and decided I was going to strike it rich sending live phone calls to towing companies from people that are stranded on the side of the road. And, uh, you know, it sort of almost worked. <laughs> I, I made some money, uh, but my clients were super high maintenance and they were all struggling to make it in business themselves. And so it fizzled out. 
you know, I just, I attracted the wrong clients and, uh, it just, it just didn't work out. And, you know, I didn't know what else to do. I hadn't really learned anything about online marketing in that program because it was so done for you already. And so I, I just hung my head in shame and decided I was just going to stop dreaming about a better life and learn to be happy with what I had. But I couldn't stop. I, I could push it down for a while, but it kept coming back. I, I couldn't give up on my dream of a better life for my wife and my kids. I couldn't give up on my dream of making money, big money, doing something that I loved instead of this drudgery every day at a job I hated. And so <clears throat> one day, it just, out of the blue, it just came to me, literally. It came to me in my Facebook feed. Um, I saw an ad for a 30-day intensive course that it only took an hour or two each day, and it would actually teach me how the experts, the real success stories, uh, how they make money online, basically on autopilot. And, uh, and it was only $100. <laughs> and instead of the five grand, I had dumped into that other opportunity. And at first, I heard that cynical voice. This sounds too good to be true. And you know what they say about that. But I figured, what the heck? You know, it's $100. And if I sign up for, you know, for uh, a service where I can actually operate online, I'm going to be paying $97 a month minimum anyway just to have my site up and, and be able to do what I need to do. So really, it's only like $3. So I justified it in my head that way. And, and, and even besides all that, it was $100. $100, that was all. And I just, I just my, my desire to get out of being a mechanic and to do something I love and to really build a business where I can provide the standard of living that I wanted to for my wife and my kids and, and for myself, and, and even for extended family, you know, we're getting to the point now where I'm even thinking about, well, well, what if I got to support my, my mother-in-law um, or, or whatever the case may be? And, uh, or thinking about our, our son with autism and how I got to get him set up with a trust fund or something because someday we're not going to be around and we got to be able to have him taken care of. Uh, so, so I did it. I, I spent the $100 on this 30-day online training. And I tell you what, it is the best $100 I've ever invested in myself. It was a real epiphany for me, a real game changer, uh, a turning point, a watershed event in my life. The first whole week was all about belief and the coaching sessions were so impactful for me. I had not even consciously realized yet that my lack of belief in myself was the root problem that kept sabotaging everything I tried. I didn't believe in myself and I was projecting that onto every opportunity I tried. And that one epiphany was worth the $100. It was worth a thousand times that $100. Because if I never moved past that wall, it didn't matter what I tried. Nothing would ever work if I didn't believe in myself because I would just project that out onto everything I did. And, and it just, these, these coaching sessions and that first week, it just really, really, really touched me in my core. And what really made me believe in myself was the stories that the leaders told about themselves, about what they had gone through and what they had come up from and the hurdles that they had met 
along the way and, and gotten over. And then the stories about others that they knew of who had achieved success. And I realized it. If they can do it, so can I. If they can do it, so can I. There's no reason that I can't. And I am so excited about everything that I've learned in, in that 30-day challenge, that 30-day training. And honestly, I'm blown away that it was only $100. Uh, it just blows my mind. And as I go through that, as I went through that, I, I learned so much about making serious money online and about finding how to find other people to do most of the heavy lifting so that way I don't have to do all that. I don't I, I can focus on being the mastermind, on building my business without getting bogged down in all the techie parts and, and learning the the every little detail of every little part of how things go. You know, I've learned how to find people to do things for me and how to delegate and and it just it's such I mean, that's how you get your time back, is when you start compounding other people's time with your time, other people's expertise with your vision. It's just amazing. So, the end of it all is, I'm not stuck anymore. I can see my path ahead of me. I can see the things that I want for my wife and my kids coming to fruition. It's like I've already achieved the victory, the ultimate victory, which is a huge amazing goal that I, I don't have time to get into right now, but I'll get into it in a future podcast. Um, <clears throat> but just a way that I can have a huge impact on people uh, for good. And I, I can see it. I can see it. And I know it's going to happen. All I have to do is run the race that's set before me. And the best part of all this has to be this self-confidence that I've regained. It's been decades since I believed I could achieve my dreams. But now I'm dreaming again. And I'm not just wishing for great things. Uh, anybody can do that. I know I can make them become real. I, <laughs> I even, I got kind of cocky one day and I even reserved my new Hummer EV3 for the fall of 2022. But I also told myself, hey, if you're going to do that, here's what you got to do. You got to do this. You got to do that before you can actually let yourself have that. But I, but I got to put the reservation in now or they're going to fill up because all the ones for fall of 2021, which was the model I really wanted, they were already all, all booked. But uh, anyway, you know, that, that, uh, that alone, that overcoming, that really discovering that root problem that I had through that first week of this 30-day challenge is why I'm so excited and then putting it on top of all that I'm learning. And, and it's just such an amazing thing. And that's why I'm so excited to, to share this story with you about where I've been, where I started out, uh, the, the hurdles I've hit along the way, and where I'm at now. And so the lessons in there are, first of all, don't give up. Never quit. It would have been so easy to quit when the biological mother of my oldest five kids abandoned us and I just felt like such a loser. I felt like my parents could take care of the kids better than I could. They could provide for them better than I could. And why do I even wake up every morning? I mean, I, it was in a, I was in a dark place. Uh, and the only thing that 
kept me going through all that was knowing that all things work together for good for those that love God. And I just held on to that. And that kept me getting up and going day by day. Uh, so don't quit. Don't quit. And then the second thing is you have to find that perfect opportunity. You might try a half a dozen, a dozen or more things before you, that, that perfect opportunity, you find it. Or really what happens is it, it's brought to you. And, and then you have to be able to learn from the experiences of other people. You know, we can compound the knowledge of others and stand on the shoulders of great people that have gone before us and achieve more through that. You know, we don't have to redesign a car and rebuild a car in order to go drive a car. Somebody else did all that. We just go buy it and drive it, <laughs> you know, and, and just learn to drive that vehicle. And we learn how to drive it from people that have already driven it. So, so that's it right there. Just remember those things. No matter what you're going through, don't quit. Also, keep looking for that perfect opportunity and it will be brought to you. And when you find it, learn from people that already have experience in that opportunity. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. I am Brian Stevens, and this has been Success Secrets with Brian Stevens. And uh, tune in again tomorrow. Bye now.